Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. This is the last episode for April, which just so happens to be National Financial Literacy Month. During this entire month, I brought the elephant in the room to center stage so we can see it for what it is. I've done so in keeping with the reasons why I created this podcast series in the first place. Reason number one is to expose the elephant in the room to make it visible, to uncover it, and to reveal its true nature. Number two, to disclose some pertinent facts about this elephant that may have previously been unknown to you. And then three, determine how to dispose of the effects of this elephant in the room. In previous episodes, I disclosed some alarming facts about the gender pay gap. If you'd like to listen to that episode, I added a link in the description box. Just click on five alarming facts about the gender pay gap. Now, if you've listened to that episode, you may be able to recite them from memory, but just in case you're not familiar with them, let's briefly review the five facts. They are, number one, the female to male earnings ratio is 82% which means the gap is 18%. Number two, the pay gap varies by age. Number three, the pay gap is larger for women of color. Number four, the gender pay gap varies by state. And number five, the gender pay gap varies widely by occupation. In the previous two episodes, I drill down on why the gender pay gap varies widely by occupation. According to my research, the largest identifiable causes of the gender wage gap are differences in the occupations and industries where women and men are most likely to work. Get this two out of every three that's two-thirds of full-time workers in occupations that pay less than $30,000 per year are women, two-thirds. On the other hand, fewer than one in three full-time workers in jobs paying an average of $100,000 or more are women. And even within the same occupations, women earn less on average than men. Now that's a direct quote from the director of the U.S. Department of Labor's Women's Bureau. Women in the workplace face a number of challenges which result in unequal pay. Those challenges more than likely are the result of bias. Last week, I shared a situation 
where a college graduate was denied a job opportunity because she was a woman and because she was a, a woman of color. In her case, and in so many others, both sexism and racism are contributing factors to a gender pay gap by occupation. Another alarming fact is that the gender pay gap varies by age. Yes, you heard me right. Let's take a look at that. Starting out of college, females earn less than males. Females 20 to 24 years of age on average earn 93.5% compared to what males of the same age earn. Let's take it to the next level for females 25 to 30 years old. The earnings ratio is 89.5%. So not 93.5, but 89.5%. For females 35 to 44 years of age, it's 81.2%. Do you see a trend here? The gap is increasing. And guess what? it gets worse. For females 45 to 54 and 55 to 64, it's 77 and a half and 77.8 respectively. Now for females 65 and up, there's a slight bright spot at 80.4%, but only slightly because the difference is still almost 20%. Now, some say age ain't nothing but a number, and I know grammatically that's not correct, but it sounds pretty good. Age ain't nothing but a number, but in this case, it is a, the gender pay gap is affecting women as they age in the workplace. The gap gets larger and larger as women age. So in addition to sexism and racism, Another bias people in general and women in particular face in the workplace is ageism. Ageism is when one makes judgments about a person's ability based on their age. I created a course on erasing isms, which goes into great detail about unconscious bias and how these isms, such as sexism, racism, and ageism, infect the workplace. Well, let me give you an example of ageism based on my own experience. I have quite a bit of gray hair, and actually, I remember seeing my first strand at the age of 19. As I have matured, my gray hair has matured too, meaning it has multiplied. Now, during my career in corporate, I was faced with a decision. Do I cover my gray or do I grow older gracefully? I elected not to cover my gray hair. And here's a situation. Once when I was downsized, aka my job was eliminated, and I was looking to land my next job, a recruiter recommended that I cover my gray hair so hiring managers wouldn't think I was too old. So I ask you, what comes to mind when I share that story? Too old for what? To learn certain aspects of the job or perhaps to be adaptable and flexible and to be able to adjust and get along with my coworkers? 
you fill in the blank. So you see here, there are two types of, of bias. There are conscious, there's conscious and unconscious, but both represent stereotypes and prejudgments about people based on gender, race, age, and other dimensions of diversity. The truth is, there are several reasons why the gender pay gap exists, but this one thing we do know, the pay gap increases based on a woman's age. And the end result is that women consistently earn less than their male counterparts, even when working in the same occupations. I saw this quote on a t-shirt and it says, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced, which is why I am sharing this information with you about the gender pay gap. Now that you know these facts, you can take action to make changes because for women in the workplace, there's an elephant in the room and it's eating away at your pay every single payday affecting your financial well-being both now and for your future. Think about it. Even if you are starting your career right out of college, your earnings ratio is possibly on average 93.5%. And if that's the case, it means you're leaving 6.5% on the table. You got to nip it in the bud now. Someone asks, how do you eat an elephant? The response? one bite at a time. It's time we eat this elephant one bite at a time. Please join me next time as I disclose how to reduce the size of this elephant. We're going to put it on a diet so we can increase our take-home pay. You know my motto, women, we work hard for our money. We might as well take home all of it. Thank you so very much for listening. I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Until next time, be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.